Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Yep, so let's go a little different. We'll get back to Canada, America. And now their revenge game against, damn you, Czechia. Raptors can't shoot, and the Chicago Bulls have a really weird record. But I want to focus on former Cleveland Browns offensive lineman Joe Thomas. Bet you didn't see that coming. See, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they revealed their class of 2023 finalists last night. And there was three very recognizable names that are uh, are now finalists, and they're in their first year of eligibility. Cornerback Darrell Revis, defensive end Dwight Freeney, and yes, Joe Thomas. All three deserve to get in on their first try. But none of them went through the football nightmare that was Joe Thomas. And I know a lot of a lot of people will spend time complaining about who was not nominated, who's been snubbed, and what the hell does Fred Taylor need to do? But right here, right now, I just I want to use this space to celebrate and recognize the life of maybe the most dedicated, loyal football player ever. Think of it the opposite of Kevin Durant. The man spent eleven seasons in Cleveland. Okay, like he was the story of Job. He was Sisyphus trying to roll the boulder up the hill. He was Charlie Brown always thinking he was going to hit that field goal. He was all those things wrapped into one of the greatest left tackles to ever play the game. The simple stat. Ten Pro Bowls. Eighth most by an offensive lineman. The better stat. He was invited to the Pro Bowl ten times in a row. No offensive lineman has ever done that before. He was named All-Pro first team six times. The best stat, 11 seasons from 2007 to 2017. He played 10,363 consecutive snaps. I'm not talking about he never missed a game. I'm not talking like Brett Favre or Cal Ripken. He played 10,363 consecutive snaps. I think that's a little bit more impressive than Phil Kessel. Now, my introduction to him, I remember, because I'm a draft nerd, I remember when he got selected third overall, and, and they cut to New York, and, the, and uh, he wasn't there on draft day in, 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 you know, at Madison Square or, or Radio City Hall, wherever they have the draft in New York. Anyway, he was not there. He was out fishing with his father on Lake Michigan, and they showed a shot of Joe Thomas and his dad on a boat. So instead of being in a tux and a suit with all the top picks, he was on a boat fishing. That day fishing was his last good moment. Because here comes the sports tragedy. Not real tragedy. I'm not comparing this to, you know, what's happened over the last couple days, or real tragedy. I'm talking about sports tragedy. He plied his trade at the highest level for Cleveland. In Thomas's 11 seasons, he never made the playoffs. He had just one winning record, 10 and 6 in 2007. That was his rookie year, and the team didn't even qualify for the playoffs. In 2022, if you get 10 wins, you would have won the NFC or AFC South crown in a landslide with 10 wins. But in 07, nope, missed the playoffs. Little did he know that was the zenith of his professional career from a team perspective. Speaking of his team, 
His team won 48 games during his time there. They lost 128. He had six head coaches. Romeo Cronell, Eric Mangini, Pat Shermer, Rob um, Chudzinski. I completely forgot about Rob. Uh, Mike Pettin and Hugh Jackson. Holy Lord! Is that a who's who of who? That is a who's who of who the hell is that? Now let's get to the fun part. Let's talk about the 20 quarterbacks he blocked for. And to my producer, Josh, I know it's sometimes hard to pay attention to my ramblings, but I really want you to pay attention. And how many of these names do you recognize? So here are the 20 quarterbacks that, uh, that Joe Thomas blocked for. And I've, I put them in different categories. The first category, first-round failures. Over-immature, overrated Johnny Manziel. 29-year-old rookie. Yeah, he was a rookie at 29. Brandon Whedon and Brady Quinn. Woof. Then there was the washed-up quarterbacks just wanting a paycheck. Jake DeLome, RG3, Jason Campbell. Then there was the great backup, Colt McCoy. You had professional clipboard holders, Brandon Hoyer and Josh McCowan. Then you had the dudes that you only knew if you really super-duper loved college football. I'm talking about Seneca Wallace, Cody Kessler, Deshaun Kaiser. Then there's the group of total unknowns, and shame on you if you knew all these guys. Kevin Hogan, Austin Davis, Thad Lewis, Connor Shaw, Bruce Gretkowski, and Charlie Fry. Next, my category, that dude who looked like Jesus and once dated Jewel, Charlie Whitehurst. And finally of it all, the best quarterback that Joe Thomas ever played for, Derek Anderson. The guy made one Pro Bowl. That was in 2007, the only winning year. Why did he make the Pro Bowl? Because Tom Brady was like, thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) Yet... Joe Thomas never left, never wanted to be traded. So let's all tip our caps to a man who did did nothing but pure excellence, yet never got his moment in the sun. And that is my opening thought. I'm finished.